What's up? This is Bitch Mitch from Alien Ant Farm. You're listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching The Itch for some G-Punk. You guys remember when I used to like be able to recite all the episodes of of references of things yes. that yeah. we've done in yeah. the past, like everyone, and then we got to enough episodes that I couldn't anymore. Now we're at 155 it's episodes. It's a encyclopedia. I don't know what I mean. Encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. Encyclopedia. Well, I say that because way way back in the beginning, episode 18, <laughs> I had to actually look this one up. It wasn't on memory. <laughs> we did a whole episode about head PE. And their album, Class of 2020, this was early on in the podcast, early on in the pandemic, and they had presented this album that kind of felt like they were calling it a finale. Um, yeah. <laughs> it really did. But then they didn't, and they've just kept doing stuff since then. They released a whole nother album the next year, and then just this year they've released a very off-the-wall album of 70s covers. And like yes. three EPs. <laughs> yeah, EPs. They've been touring. Like clearly head P is not going anywhere. Yeah. They're out there working to make that money. Yeah. And we, we've established in previous episodes, if you've heard us before that head P is beloved by the itch and uh, particularly Dan, but what we hadn't done yet was cover their live show in an episode. And so we are rectifying that this week. Well, and so just kind of real quick to talk about why this band means so much to me is, you know, I think one of our rapid fire questions is like a song or an album that changed your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Pack Bell uh, by Head P is one of those songs. Uh, <laughs> I had um, the same situation going on in my life that is referenced in that song. And it, I, I didn't quite see it. You know, it was hard to see from the outside until I heard that the lyrics in that song. And I, I don't know, they just kind of helped me move on. And, you know, it was it was uh, through that moving on that I have, you know, led myself to to meet the person that I met. So, um, you know, I just, I greatly appreciated when that song came out. It just, it like hit right at the perfect time in my life. And, uh, and it was just crazy. Like it really did change my personal life. Like, you know, I have other things that changed my entire life, but like that, that really did, uh, affect my personal life at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So the greatest part is, is, you know, we were driving there, um, and I, I, I said to Casey too, I said, you know, I, I love head PE. I'm excited to see whatever they have to play for me, but I'm truly looking forward and hoping that they play pack bell and they did not disappoint. Hey, <laughs> that's good to know right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we got a chance to see this concert at our home homestead, the red flag in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> our, our homestead. Yeah. Our second home. <laughs> summer camp but you know it's funny <laughs> yeah this, but it's funny uh, this was a completely different experience like getting in yeah. and I, I guess just being in there than what we've had in the past <laughs> like i don't even know if they checked our tickets they like, did not I, they, <laughs> they didn't even check my id i was worried yeah i was worried about this so my id expired and i I was in the oh, process. Yeah. I was in the process of getting another another one mailed to me. So I had my temporary ID on me, just in case they gave me some trouble about it. 
which I, w- I always think is stupid because it's like, oh, this is void. It's like, but my age didn't fucking change, you assholes. Right. <laughs> I'm still the person on here. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Dan had his ID checked and then got his band. And then I had mine out waiting and the guy just put the wristband on me and didn't do shit <laughs> so it was it was very weird there was no touchy mcfeely action going on at all at this this concert no she wasn't she she had the day off um and, and so and so like i like, we like, literally just skated in like it was crazy like we're just like they're like hey i don't know maybe they recognize us they're like oh it's these guys again they're like here like once a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. Like, They're like, wait, no wait a minute. You didn't get you didn't get tickets to this. What the? <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here we are. That maybe they just assume we got comped yeah. for stuff. I don't. I don't know. Here we are over here plotting about like how can we get treated like royalty at the red flag. And apparently, all I got to do is just like walk up. It, it's I, that I actually bought a ticket for this and didn't get it checked. Like I was mad. Like I, <laughs> I could have just walked in on a free show. <laughs> yeah. Well, you supported Head PE probably, or at least the red flag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the complete opposite experience from the previous show that we saw there with uh, Bad Flower and, and Des Rocks, because the doors opened way well before showtime. And uh, we were kind of worried at first because it looked rather deserted <laughs> mm. <laughs> by comparison. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Like I thought it was going to be the emptiest show that we had seen there, which I won't say who it was, but it was it was like a COVID show, really. No, and actually, like by the time Head Pete took the stage, like the turnout was really well, huh. but uh, because we were there so early, and all three of the opening bands for Head Pete were all local bands, I, I think that people just kind of showed up a little bit late, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's what happened too. Um, so yeah, let's get into our first the first band. Uh, was a band called Tree One Four, and for for those that don't understand, that is such a clever fucking band name. You have no idea because our area code in St. Louis is Three One Four, and this group t- calls themselves Tree One Four. So, little play on words, obviously. Ha ha. Yeah. Uh, also, isn't the? I mean, most of these bands have some type of like kind of reggae influence somewhere in them, right? Yeah, like ska reggae. Yeah. Yeah, they fit the new sound of Head PE very well. There was there was some element of Head PE in all three of these bands. Okay, yeah. I say that I say that because I think I do think to your point that it's funny that Tree sounds like a Rasta way of saying three, and yeah. so <laughs> that's cute. I like it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was the point too because they yeah. were definitely like a, a, a reggae style. They their sound was very reminiscent of old school sublime um, in the sense that it was like very kind of fast reggae style style punk. It was, I mean, they had like all kinds of uh, mixtures of of music melded in together. Yeah. If we're going to do a straight band blender, I would do sublime incubus primus. And there was one other there's one other one. There. So you're getting into some some kind of funk in there. Yes. A bit too. Oh, dude, this the bassist was a master on that bass, <laughs> like fingers of gold, dude. <laughs> like, 
fingers of gold. I like this. Yeah, he, he was finger picking the crap out of that thing. Uh and just like yeah, like it was nothing. Like you you could tell he was a great bass player because he's you know he, he might have been looking down a little bit, but like he wasn't like trying to study and make sure that he's hitting every note. He was just jamming. Yeah, out. he was he was just letting the the instrument play him basically. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like the entire band was was great with their instruments. The lead singer uh, was also the lead guitarist. He and, was and really good. He was fin- yeah, he was really good as well. So they they were just very enjoyable and and quite a pleasant surprise to start off with. I just you know like. I, it's funny because like I've been going to shows for years and I can't honestly say, you know, up until recently, like the last year and a mm-hmm. half that I, I I've really liked that many local bands, but like, I don't know, local bands are killing it recently. So yeah. great job yeah. with to, to the true and four. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about them a little bit more. So the, the lead guitarist also had a voice wah and we're, oh, we're yeah. always a sucker for some voice okay. wah. Yeah, and he killed it with yeah. it. He was great with it. And then the other two members of the band, you had a backup singer slash bongo player slash slide whistle player. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm here for everything that you're talking about right now. And then finally, the drummer was the hardest reggae slow song drummer I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Like he looked like a, a skater punk guy, like, but he was beating the shit out of those drums. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, he he was like looking like he was trying to kill those drums. Like he had pent up all his his <laughs> weeks frustration and was just taking it out on those drums. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost felt sorry for the drums. <laughs> those poor drums. They didn't deserve that. They got the shit beat out of them. Probably. They probably didn't deserve it. <laughs> but then the sound, the sound was still, you know, the chill reggae vibes with mixed in with some some Primus and Incubus funk. It was it was awesome. Yeah, they were really good. I yeah. as as you are speaking, you're selling me on these guys, and I'm following them on our socials. Yeah. Well, because yeah, of what they you're got saying, a songs on the, on on the tubes, um, on the so. YouTube's, on the YouTube's. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll check so out yeah, the tubes. Check them out. Put it to you this way: If if we're doing like a show and we got people like oxymorons or whatnot, like wanting to to do a show for us, I wouldn't mind calling these guys to be one of the openers. Oh yeah, Good. I agreed. Let's let's build that. I like this. <laughs> and hey, while we're on that topic, I want to give a shout out to uh, some new friends of ours. If you're interested in discovering more St. Louis music, because that is going to be a heavy part of what we're discussing right in this episode if you're interested in discovering more st louis music we want to direct you over to beyond fm which is uh a all st louis region internet radio station beyond fm 24-7.com and those guys are champions of the local scene that that we unfortunately don't get to cover as much as we would really kind of like to but there's just so much else out there that we can but we like to zero in on it once in a while and we're very proud of our of uh of where we're at and where we're from yeah, and honestly, I mean, up until like these last couple shows, like I don't know if I would want to would have wanted to have covered local <laughs> shows, but these last couple of bands are starting to change yeah. me. That's fair. I think you you're going to need to listen to that radio station yourself. Yeah, because you know we've got another uh, somewhat local show coming up here soon that we might be attending. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. and who knows? Maybe we'll be doing some. Uh, 
collaborative efforts with uh, the Beyond FM people. I'm hoping. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So definitely check out Tree One Four. You won't regret it. They're fantastic. The percussion was awesome. The bongo player, the drum, the drumming. They they were melded as one most of the time. <laughs> R.I.P. is drum set. But yes. other than that, yes. But they were they were solid in all facets of what they were doing. So next up on this reggae train was Gorilla Theory. And so <laughs> they come out on stage. They have a bassist, a guitarist, trombone player, saxophonist, and a drummer. Okay. And so the <laughs> trombone player, the <laughs> trombone player looks like a combination of one of her professors from college. And then <laughs> I sent a picture to Aaron and he said, wait a minute, is that rich as Duke silver? <laughs> <laughs> Which prompted me to look up a picture of Duke silver and then proceed to laugh my ass off. And then I couldn't film them and look through my phone without like violently shaking laughing so hard <laughs> myself i think you're gonna have to post the picture now that you've <laughs> mentioned that in the episode for people to have context otherwise it's just like who is that guy and who's duke yes. silver and to further explain rich reichard was one of the professors we had to pitch the proposal to get the radio show back in uh, 2004 right. um, and, and he was always kind of a staunch uh hard nosed guy. Um, and so mm-hmm. it was a little nerve wracking to do that. And so it was just, it, yeah, the, the thought of that uh, was hilarious in itself. <laughs> I'm glad you guys got a kick out of that. Yeah. It was quite comical and it, I couldn't look at them for very long without giggling the entire time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before you had sent that, like uh, myself, I had been watching a lot of the Jurassic park movies with my kids. And so I was saying that it was John Hammond on trombone, but that's also that's also yeah, solid. Yeah, close. It was close. close. But when you, when you mentioned the Duke Silver thing, I was like, oh snap! That's totally what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to everybody who's listening to this because the fact that we don't have video. Yeah, and this is all lost on you. Yes. We have a picture. Yeah, yeah, though, yeah. Right? We'll 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 slap up a picture on the socials somewhere. They were solid. They were they were definitely more of the the ska elements of obviously with two brass instruments, but uh, yeah, the dude was uh, also like the um, the saxophone player. He was the lead singer and he, man, he was like, it was like rapping and then he'd sing in the uh, chorus or I don't know if you'd call it rap, but it was like fast singing or rapping. Um, yeah. I, I wish he was a little bit louder, but uh, cause you know, it was just kind of a little hard to hear with all the other, uh, loud instruments. Well, and I yeah. guess it also didn't help that we were right in front. So <laughs> we, we, we were along it. the, along the uh, fence there. So all I could hear was trombone in my face. We didn't mention that. We didn't mention it. that at the start, but because we were there on time and the crowd was sparse to begin with, we just decided, Hey, we're going to stay right here. Yep. I was on the fence. I was prepared for head PE. I was I wanted to join, uh, enjoy the show and, and be up front and, and notice. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Theory was very good and fit the bill. Yeah, they, they were all really good at their instruments. 
They were. The drummer, however, was the complete opposite of the previous drummer. Oh. He was in a Cleveland Browns jersey, which is questionable in and of itself. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in St. Louis. Like, what? (laughs) You're probably better just leaving the entire NFL alone in St. Louis. We just... We're not about that life right now. (laughs) We're all about the XFL. That's right. But but he also... (laughs) Did not have the same energy as the three one four drummer. He he was a lot slower, more methodical drumming, which it wasn't bad. Yeah. But it just watching the other guy and then seeing this guy, it was complete polar opposites of styles. That's true. Understandable. Yeah, he he was good. It fit the it fit the the music. Yeah. So they were definitely enjoyable. Um, and then right after that, we had. The Midwest Avengers, which we've actually had the pleasure of seeing them live way back in. I don't know when uh, with the Flowbots. That gives you an idea of how long ago it was. <laughs> and this was like when the Flowbots were fresh and had more just come out. Yeah, this, so it's yeah. got to be 15 years. Or yeah, more. this was like so nine or so. Yeah. So um, and they were they were awesome back then. Uh, and you know they put on a great show. I they always uh, you know know how to hype a crowd and and uh, get everybody pumped up. That's for sure. Yeah, and I was familiar with them because we've played them on the radio show um, mm-hmm. years ago, but I didn't have the opportunity to see them live uh, at that show like you guys did. But it seemed to me that they they were celebrating thirty years of their existence as a band. And yes, they, they brought on every member of that band that was <laughs> still around. Or ever in the band yeah. at one point. Yeah, there was like 13 people up on stage at one point. Wow. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was okay. it was a celebration of the band, which I, I get. And, you know, um, I'm sure that, you know, they had a lot of fun. I, I you know, I, I I've loved that band over the years, and and they've worked hard and, and to uh, to put together the following that they have. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, they they had a lot of fun. That's for sure. Yeah, they were solid. They uh, busted out a rage riff for about two minutes and got the crowd all hyped up, and then moved on to one of their one of their other songs. <laughs> Yeah, the one weird thing was um, all of a sudden when they took the stage, there was these beach balls that just appeared all over yeah, the place. <laughs> that, was, that was super weird. They, yeah, there was like five or six beach balls, little little bitty ones that were blown up by somebody, and they were just batting them around all over the place. They brought them because they had Midwest Avengers. Oh, that's right. On them, that's so. right. That's right. That's right. So obviously they they were looking for a party. Like <laughs> that's what they brought the beach balls. They, they wanted a party. Yes. I want to note for one, I I appreciate their band name because you know throwing Midwest right in there. That's a, that's a pretty expansive region to cover, but that's the itch's territory. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Also, these guys were calling themselves Avengers before the Avengers were like a massive thing in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. So yeah, you know. This was pre the first. This is about the time of the first Iron Man that we probably <laughs> <Yeah>. saw them. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So, so way to be ahead of the curve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure their search results have gone up in the past handful of years <laughs> just because of that word. 
<laughs> or or just gotten more confused. Now they can't find right. their website anymore. I was anymore just getting ready to say probably that. Yeah. You just keep getting pictures of all the Chris's whenever you look for the yeah, Avengers. The, so the cosplay the cosplayer oh, Avengers in the Midwest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh you know, we're right up on the fence and I I don't think I've actually been on the fence for a, a show at Red Flag. No. Um and mind you, I always try to have like one or two drinks cuz I'm not the only reason I I drink and I'm not it's not to be more open it's to be less of an asshole uh, just that's I'm I'm not no, even I, I I'm laughing that's, because that's, I'm laughing because it's a true statement <laughs> I, I yeah I just, normally if I'm not like you know loosened a, up a little buzz yeah I'm I'm kind of a dick uh, I, it's amazing these guys are still friends with me anyway. Um, I, so anyway, I'm a little bit more talky, let's say. So the the guy, the sound tech guy is coming out and he's he's messing with this bass. Or at least I think he's a sound tech guy at the time. And uh and he's got, you know, a bunch of set lists and he places one on the floor and I'm like, Casey, like reach over and take a picture of the set list. And then like right as soon as I say that, the dude moves his amp right over uh right in front of it and i was like oh come on man <laughs> no and he's like yeah i moved it just because of you and so and so then later this other dude's walking out and he's deciding where to put set lists and i i'm just holding out my hand like here just give me one i'll hold it i'll hold it up or, or we can just post it on the front of kc like just give me a set list <laughs> <Yeah>. just, <laughs> hold it it's fine it's like give me the damn thing he did not give me a set list. He did not. <laughs> not not then or after the show. No. I was mad. <laughs> only only Aaron can get the set list, apparently. Yeah, and so apparently. that actually ended up being the bass player that I was chirping yeah. at. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that oh, was man. funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one of the things that I love about head PE is you know we talked about all the bands kind of being like a, a ska reggae and that's where they've they've morphed over time and that's exactly what I love about them is they, they have grown from you know what their sound has been to what it is now and that's not a bad thing like I, I, I've loved their their journey so to speak and I loved their set list because they did play a lot of their early like hits their big hits their greatest hits um and they also kind of threw in a, a couple of the more recent uh you know new songs like the i want to be sedated ramones cover yeah yeah and the interesting part about head pe especially seeing them live is jared's voice isn't what it once was but he he knows how to manipulate his current voice to still make it work. So it's, it's still enjoyable. It's just not what you heard years ago. Yeah. I kind of wish that like one of the uh, other members, whether it be like the bassist guitarist or uh drummer would pick up a mic and uh, I don't know, sing, sing the, the choruses or something yeah like, i don't know just something it's just some additional melody added to jerry because jerry like you said he knows his limits and he he's working with what he's got left but i just think a little bit of melody in addition to him and i get it you know you don't want to add like another singer because that's just a waste of money yeah um 
But I think you can evolve a little bit and yeah. allow for that kind of thing for somebody to fill in the gaps a little bit whenever or, or just to kind of um, compliment him. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell you can tell that Jared is having a lot of fun on stage and, and enjoying his life currently, which is really yeah. fun to, to watch. That is really cool. I agree 100%. It, it's, you know, I've been going to see the head P for so long. Um, but like, I, I specifically remember a, a particular time, like I think it was in 2005 when I saw them live and it was just, just wasn't the same. Like I, he was like, I don't know, just not, uh, just didn't seem as happy as he was now. He was very angry at the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and yeah, I think that he's just, at a good place in his life and it's translating well to his music and, and to, uh, and to his live shows. Yeah. That's very totally. cool. Um, so before we move on to, to the other songs and parts of, of head PE, we do have to call attention to two quick things. Oh, the, the first thing, the fact that they didn't check our IDs or tickets very much also <laughs> ran into the fact that they didn't check anybody's pockets either because, oh, yeah. <laughs> because this this dude was lighting up the joint literally <laughs> yep <laughs> like For they real. didn't need a smoke machine cuz this guy was was filling in the gaps yeah, I think like it even started very early. It was like Let's Ride or some shit, like the third <laughs> it was like song. The second or third song. Yeah, and like he just starts barking up a joint and like just smoking it, like the whole thing. Like, and you could see clear puffs. Like I <laughs> I, I I don't know the size of the cojones on this dude. <laughs> um but like it, yeah, like I, I mean, I know it's legal in Missouri, but it ain't legal inside venues, guys. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like I, as as one that uh definitely condones uh i i I don't i I don't think that 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 was appropriate personally but you know to each their own it worked he didn't get kicked out and and (laughs) red flag obviously didn't give a shit that day nobody nobody cared and i I don't know this for a fact but i want to say that he sparked up like three at a time and like passed it to the person next to him I don't know if it was three. I think he just. I I thought it was uh, that he was chain smoking. Him, maybe like one maybe that was like it. One, maybe that was one. It. And then, but well, because then like he he passed one to Jared, and Jared took one hit and then put it out and saved it for later. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he put it on the little on the speaker and and saved it for later. It was hilarious. Well, hey, at, at least nobody can say that this guy didn't bring enough to share. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he definitely did. Jesus. Like the whole, like everybody could have got it. He could have been Oprah up in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Oprah, you get a show. You get, you get contact you get high. Joke. You get contact high. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that you know that was his goal. He was like, he was like, I'm about to feel this, well, and everybody around me is about to feel this. Yes. It was, it was definitely not skunk weed. That's for sure. No, I mean it's that legal stuff in Missouri, man. That's good stuff. All right, so joints aside. The second thing we have to call attention to <laughs> is there was this weird fucker in a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, the framework just <laughs> amused me right there. There was this weird fucker in a fedora. Drunk fucker. <laughs> drunk fucker. <laughs> he w- so I was I, I'm up on the rail. Dan's Dan's to my left. This other dude in a in a 
stocking cap is to my right. And he's, we're all fine. We're all chilling. And this dude gets all up on the stocking cap guy and like leans into his face like he's going to kiss the dude. It was so weird. And then he grabbed, he grabs the rail and starts shaking it like he's the ultimate warrior. <laughs> the dude was on ecstasy or some shit. It was fucked up. He had to, yeah. Cause like, it was funny because like the, the, the guy with the stocking cap looks at us like, like almost like, like pleading for help with his eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was silently crying out to you guys. To, to like, I don't know that dude, man. You're on your own. Say no, something. That's all you. <laughs> like he and I mean, lucky that he did not come because I would have said yeah. something. Like I definitely was in the mood to fucking say something to that I, dude. I felt bad for the guy next to us because he was he was all up on just him because it got to the point where I was like, man, please don't be all up on. Are me. you okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, please don't be all up on me because this is not going to end well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not one to get angry and and do stuff, but this guy was a little aggressive with his with his space bubble (laughs) he was too touchy feely yeah exactly and like you know i think there was like a couple of pits that had opened up and he had gotten up in there uh early but like yeah he was he was just like touching up and rubbing up on everybody it was creepy it it was weird because it was like he he wanted to like see past the band i don't know what he was looking for but he it was like he needed to get closer and then I don't know what he was doing after that. It was it was the weirdest thing. And then the the black suit with the fedora was was weird. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he was an asshole. <laughs> and I, that, um, I don't have so, to encounter him again. Yeah, yeah. So to that guy, right? Don't be. Next time you come, calm down. Don't a little bit. don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't do that at the show again, please, <laughs> sir. <laughs> It's just not approved. All right. So, yeah, um, <laughs> Head PE were killing it, playing all the hits. They played Pac Bell, which made Dan super happy. He was like, this yes. is it. This is my song. Was yeah, I was, sc- I, I was probably screaming it louder than he was yeah. saying it. But- <laughs> you were. You were. <laughs> I was so loud. Dan's a new backup singer for Head PE. I, I, I would offer my services if they come back through the town. Yeah. <laughs> new itch goal. For Dan to be- become a temporary singer in head PE. <laughs> yeah, dude, I totally would. I, you know, sing those harmonies that I was talking about. I, I, I don't yeah. mind. There yeah. it is. <laughs> for those who aren't aware, Dan is actually a pretty solid singer. You'll probably Thank never you. hear that on the show, but it's no. true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you'd have to get me a couple of drinks and late night, late night, late, late, late night karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or ride in the car with him or something. That's another, that's oh, another yeah, idea that's for the future. I do it's sing karaoke. in the car all the time. That is true. That's, that's true. Yeah. It is always carpool karaoke. That's for sure. But yeah, so um, the other thing we have to bring up, um, they played Renegade for the second to last song. And while they're playing it, uh, Jeremiah, their drummer, was beating the crap out of their cymbal so hard that the cymbal cracked and he peeled off a piece of the cymbal and threw it down on the stage. A chunk, a chunk, not just a piece, like a good chunk that was probably, I mean, almost a fistful uh, size. More more than that. Yeah. That's impressive. It was basically like he broke a chunk off of, think like breaking a chunk off of vinyl and like throwing it down. Like that's what it looked like. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there was lots of drummers beating the shit out of their drums that <laughs> night. So that was interesting. Um, but it it was a solid, solid night of music. And uh, it was it, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was excellent. I, I was I was super excited. You know, normally we'd probably hang around and try to you know say something to Jared, but uh, we had a, another concert the next night in Nashville, so we had to book. Yeah, um, I did get a shirt though. I was really excited because I I used to have a bunch of head PE shirts, but I'll be quite honest. Like I am, I'm thinking they're in a box somewhere, but they're like they have to be in a box wherever my other signed shirts are. I have to find them. Like, yeah, they're, they're out there somewhere in my house. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That. that they have not been spotted since I've since moved, moved. So who knows? Yeah. Like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep you updated as we find the solution to this mystery. Yeah, man. My system of down shirts in there that's signed, my head P shirt signed that's in Breaking there. It's like, oh, come on. I got yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta find these. I got to find them. Yeah. So because <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I the ones in behind me are, are awesome. Don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate and love and cherish every single one that I do have and uh just added to. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, uh, I need to find the other ones that I've earned over the years already. <laughs> Indeed. Just didn't interview those guests. At the time. <laughs> well, yet. 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 <laughs> some are for displaying, some are for wearing it's shirts everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have tons and tons of shirts. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed our recollection of our evening with head PE. Um, it was lots of fun. I, I truly enjoy seeing them live. It, it was always a pleasure. They're still one of my favorite bands that, you know, over the last 20, 25 years. Um, and I appreciate them a lot. So thank you very much for listening to the itch podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, why the fuck are you fucking with me? If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about The Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. Only the actual head PE listeners are going to get that. Everybody else is going to be like, what? <laughs> Nobody's doing nothing to you. <laughs> It's a Pac Bell reference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It all ties back to Pac Bell.